come in Jesus' name. Um, it, God, God brought his word to us yesterday. And in his word to us from the book of Luke, chapter 9, verse 57 to 62. Now we're going to read uh, again, see what the Lord has to say to us this early morning, this early morning Saturday. Now Luke chapter 9, verse 57. And if you are there, you can uh, just read verse, just read, read uh, verse 50, I mean 62. Amen. So, uh, yesterday we began by looking at the, the exhortation line, don't look back. Tell your neighbor, don't look back. Don't look back. Now, is it possible to be looking backward and be looking forward at the same time? It's not possible for somebody to be saying it's looking backward and at the same time it's looking forward. It's not possible. You can't do the same at the same time. And when you are looking backward, what that means is that you are going backward. But when you are looking forward, that means you are going forward. You will only go forward in Jesus' name. Anyone looking backward, that means they, 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 there's no plan to move forward. Now, so don't look back. And we mentioned that uh, in bracket, it means laying your hand on the plow. God bless you. You may now mute your devices, laying your hand on the plow. So we also understand, we began by looking at you know, what does it mean that it connotes, uh, you know, staying true to what you have learned, what you have heard, what you have known, what you have confirmed about God. I don't allow situations to determine how you serve God. Now, and then we also mentioned that it means to refuse to shift one's ground in the face of trials and challenges and adversities of life. You don't shift your ground in the face of trials. Now, Jesus spent three examples of how we have three disciples who came to him. One says, uh, Jesus, I'll follow you. And Jesus told him, see, I don't have a house. I don't have a mansion. Um, I could sense the, maybe the brother was doing like this. You don't have a house? You don't have a mansion? Mm, okay. Uh, excuse me, I need to stop by at, uh, at the store and get something. And there he found his exit. And somebody came. Oh, I need to go and bury somebody. Oh, there was, uh, you know, there was somebody that needs to bury. And Jesus said, let the dead bury their bed. Just follow me. And the other one said, ah, I will follow you anywhere you go. And Jesus said, you follow me. And then let's go. But he said, mm, excuse, let me go and bid my family farewell. Let me just go and... Mm to tell them I have to go. And Jesus said, uh, and Jesus replied, no man having put his hand to the plow, looking back his feet for the kingdom of God. So now this morning we want to look at what does the plow represent? What does that plow? P-L-O-U-G-H. What does it represent? 
Uh, if you know a plow, and I mean a plow, what a plow, like you know what it is, if you have seen one, I want you to unmute your device and shout hallelujah. No one has seen a plow? Okay. All right. Maybe we'll do a little bit of agriculture then. Uh, well, I have been privileged to see several times. Um, I haven't walked around uh, our dad, who was a farmer. Now, you see, a plow is like a, um, you know, a machine. Um, or let's use a hole. A hole that you use to cultivate the ground, to till the ground. You use it to till the ground like this, or rake, or shovel. Let's just use that. And so you are using that now. You lay your hand upon it. You lay your hand upon it like this, and you are tilling the ground. Now, if you lay your hand on it like this, and you are tilling the ground, and you are looking back, what do you think can happen? What do you think can happen in doing that? The person could get hot because you are plowing. You are not, you know, the, the way the, the design is that you plow for, you know, you plow, you know, you plow around you. And so uh, if you are holding your hand, you know, you are laying your hand on the plow, you're looking back. Indeed, the person will sustain injury. I pray for you this morning, whatever good thing you have laid your hand upon, this morning you will receive grace to press on in Jesus' name. Grace to press on in your marriage, grace to press on in your studies, grace to press on in your career, grace to press on in the dream that God has given unto you, grace to press on in everything the Lord has committed to you and receive in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Now, let's look at, so plow, represent many things. Number one, uh, we understand that plows can be divided into two phases. And so we're going to start the first one. One is spiritual plows and physical plows. Let's look at uh, spiritual plow. Now, spiritual plows, they are, they are like tools or you know, things in our life that, that enhances our relationship with God. Remember, our focus is that no man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is feed for the kingdom of God. Turn your Bible with me to Second Chronicles. Second Chronicles. If you are not sleeping, shout a big hallelujah. Second Chronicles chapter 16. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm glad there is somebody there that's not sleeping. Second Chronicles chapter 16. Second Chronicles chapter 16. Second Chronicles chapter 16. Let somebody read from verse 7. Uh, just from verse 7. See how much you can take. Now, and it's uh, Second Chronicles 16, verse 7. And at that time, Hanani the seer came to Asher, king of Judah, and said unto him, 
because thou hast relied on the king of Assyria, of Syria, and not relied on the on the Lord thy God. Therefore is not the host of the king of uh, Syria escaped out of thy hand. We are not the Ethiopians and the Lubins, a huge host with very many chariots and horsemen. Yet because thou did not rely, but because thou did rely on the Lord, he delivered them into thy hand. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect towards him. Your heart will be perfect towards God. My heart will be perfect towards God. Herein thou hast done foolishly. Therefore from henceforth thou shalt have wars. You will not have wars in Jesus' name. Then Asher was wrought with the seer and put him in a prison house, for he was in the rage with him because of these things. And Asher oppressed some of the people at uh, the same time. And behold, you see, when somebody is in rage, when you're upset, you are likely going to take wrong decisions. When you are full of anger, you are likely going to take decisions that are not, that are not of God. You see, not only did he put the man of God in prison, but also he also began to oppress the people. Asa was one of the most intelligent, young, and God, you know, you know, a king that God loves in the Bible. But something happened along the way. We are going somewhere. We are looking at spiritual plow. And then now, and behold, the act of Asha first and low and, and last, low. They are, they, are, they are written in the book of the king of Judah and Israel. And Asa in, in the 30th and 9th year of his reign was diseased in his feet. You will not be diseased on your feet in Jesus' name until his disease was succeeding great. Yet in his disease, he sought not to the Lord, but to the physician. And Asa slept with his father and died in one and 40 years of his reign. Now, and they buried him in his own sepulchre, which he had made for himself in the city of David, and laid him in the bed, which was filled with sweet uh, odors and diverse kinds of spices prepared by the apocaris, apocaris art, and they made a very great burning for him. Praise the Lord. Now, so the sp spiritual uh, plow, number one, it means the plow of walking with God. Asha was a king that started well. He started well, but he did not finish well. And what was his error? He had two major errors. Number one, the first error was that. So the Syrians came against him. But then he went and consulted. Um, I mean, the, um, there, was, uh, the, there was a king that came against him for war. Then he went and consulted Syria the king of Syria, like he rely. God doesn't want us to depend on people because people will fail you. People will disappoint you. People will disappoint you. So God, he did he rely on the king of Syria for help instead of seeking the... And before, what Asha will do is that Asha will go and seek the face of the Lord even whenever there's any problem. But all of a sudden, he changed his mind. He said, there's no need praying anymore. There's no need going for revival hour. There's no even need going to church. 
There's no need studying my Bible. There's no need doing this. There's no need doing that anymore. That's fine. God has given me wisdom to think. So I'm going just going to think through. And devil told him, go and seek the king of Assyria. And so God sent Anani, the prophet, to him. Anani now told him that, okay, you were in problem before. You were faced with Ethiopia and the Nubians. And this were mighty even than than Syria. And you cried for, to, to God for him, and God helped you. Now God now said, how much now? You are now faced with a small problem. And then you now departed from the Lord. Why did you seek God? And God now said, okay, you are going to have war. And because of that, so that's sin number one. He rely on people. Sin number two for Asher was that when God corrected him, when God corrects you, brother, when God corrects me, we have to take it with joy and go on our knees and ask for mercy. God can never misjudge over our life. He can never tell you, oh, my son, my daughter, your way is not right with, with me, and you, you are feeling me, you're right, your way is right. No. He's a, a pure God. There's no injustice with him. So if God shows you the exact picture of your life, oh, take it with joy and go on your knee and say, Lord, have mercy on me. I know this is what you have shown me. I need help. Not that you begin to complain, oh, I'm better than that sister. Oh, I'm better than that brother. No, you don't need all that. Don't compare. And so that was the problem. But instead, he was filled with rage. Rage is serious anger, heavy anger, burning anger. And then he put the man of God in prison and began to oppress the people. And then he was diseased on his feet. He had a serious disease on his leg that led to his death. Now, Asha began by walking with God, but he did not finish well. Brethren, how is your walk with God? How are you doing with your walk with God now? Do you still rely on God for small things? Do you know it's easier to not rely on God on small things and then begin to rely on our emotions, on our wisdom, and devil tells you, you don't need to pray about everything. Somebody have told me, many people have told me several times. If I had a pastor once told me, say, Pastor, you pray too much. Well, uh, that's what the Bible said, I should pray without season. Yes. Now, your brain can begin to tell you, you need you to apply your own human sense. You don't need to pray. No, we need to pray about everything. One mistake that human beings make is that Christians, when there is a big problem, we run to God. He helps us. But when there are small enemies, little, little foxes, you know what we do? We commonize them. That was what made Asa to fall. Bigger problem, he ran to God. God saved him. Small problem, he said he wants to fix it himself. Brethren, you see, those little foxes, they are powerful as those big enemies. So don't take them lightly. Don't stop presenting everything to God in prayer. Don't feel too big to the point that you say, oh, now you're a big woman of God, you're a big man of God. I'm just going to pray and then, you know, I'll see things happen. No. You have to go back to God and say, Lord, I know I am a sinner. Show me your way concerning this matter. And God will show you his way. I want you to bow down your head this morning and begin to talk to God. The plow of walking with God. Asha walked with God, but he did not finish well. What was his problem? He started, he started by relying on man. 
Are you relying on man right now instead of relying on God? Mm. This morning, I want you to pray. I want you to unmute your devices this morning and say, Father, I thank you for sending your word unto me. Father, as from today, help me to always rely on you and never to rely on man. Lift up your voices wherever you may be this morning, Father. Thank you for sending your word unto me. As from today, empower me to rely on you. And instead of relying on man, stop relying on people and start trusting God. Don't rely on God for bigger things. Okay, should you spend this money? Should you not spend this money? Small things, you rely on God. I tell you, you will finish where I say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I have laid my hand on the plow. I will not look back. I am not looking back. In my walk with God, I will not look back. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. Now, I want you to ask the Lord what you want him to do today. Uh, you can mute your devices and make sure you are not sleeping. If you are here, you are not born again. Now to raise up the right hand and say, Lord Jesus, I come to you this morning, a sinner. Forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life. As from today, Lord Jesus, please fill me with the Holy Spirit that I may walk before you and be perfect. Lord, I pray for us when they pray this prayer. Please forgive them their sins. Write their name in the book of life. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. Now, the rest of us, lift up your voices this morning. What do you desire that the Lord do for you? Father, help me to continually depend on you for everything. Help me to continually look unto you for everything. I have laid my hand on the plow. The, the, the plow of walking with God, this plow, I will not look back. I will not lay my hand and be looking back at the same time. I will continue to press in and to grow even in the walk with God. Thank you, Shent of Days. In Jesus' name, we are praying. I want you to stretch forth your hand and look. And let's pray together. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you this morning for your word that you have brought unto us. You alone be all the glory. This morning, Lord, I ask the plow of walking with you. Asha started well, but it did not finish well. Lord, your grace has brought us thus far. Please help us to finish well and strong in the mighty name of Jesus. This morning, Lord, I pray for your children. I pray for your church. Lord, is there anyone who is beginning to rely on man instead of relying on you? This morning, please, Father, in the name of Jesus, open their eyes and show them mercy in the name of Jesus. Anyone that is under the yoke of rage, rage, anger, wrath, this morning, deliver them, Lord, from the spirit of anger and rage in the name of Jesus. I pray this morning in the name of Jesus. Anyone that may have locked anyone, you know, lock them in their heart, in their spiritual presence of their heart. Lord Jesus, let forgiveness take place this morning in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray. Lord help us. We will not underrate small enemies. Rather, we will always bring everything to you in the place of prayer. Lord, I pray for your children, renew their strength, answer their prayer, put a new song in their mouth. Lord, I pray for the one that seek, heal them. Lord, I pray for today's outreach, take control. 
In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Let's